Hey, what's up, Minnesota Football Show Familia? I forgot to do a shameless plug during the show, so here it is. Some new music is out uh, that I recorded last year with the first batch that came out as the Roja Bafo CP. So this is the Brenneman Unaccompanied Cello Suites. Out now, ericsbmusica.bandcamp.com. You can subscribe. If you don't want to subscribe, that's fine. You can just click on the music tab, and they're there for purchase or listening. And hope you enjoy, and let's get to some football. The Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Bienvenidos, welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am Rodrigo, joined by Eric and Bridget today. We, you know, it's probably what the cloudiest Saturday I've had in a while. And we got rain, so like, like, did you, Finally. did you? No, but I got a I got a notification from like the water people, like the water. What do we call the the, the water uh, duendes that were like you can only water your water on odd or even days depending yep. on what your address is, and I'm like really. I was like, okay, we're yeah, we're down to two days a week. It was every almost every summer. It's um, even days and odd days, but now it's like I think we get two days a week. And then odd numbers get two days a week. And then Wednesdays are for businesses and just, and it's probably going to, uh, depending on how long this goes this weekend, uh, they're probably going to add another layer to that. So we're oh, on, yeah. we're on like phase two or three now. So, so I wonder if they, if they do the same thing and, and so Minnesota can only, so audience can only water their, their, their grass on Wednesdays and okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Well, they do recycle water down there, so I'm sure they've got some bonus. The drought is no joke. Like I, I posted some photos. We we bike all over the place and hit a lot of the parks and things. And uh, I think the starkest one was uh, Minnehaha Creek after the fall. Well, even the falls themselves. It's the falls are fine. Like the water's flowing, but then you notice how low it is below there. Because sometimes when it's full of water, you you don't even see the the rocks that are there and you can mm-hmm. see everything. But if you walk, I don't know, half a mile to that first bridge point uh, where the creek is at, and, and normally the water's flowing on both sides, it kind of splits. I even told there was, there was somebody from, I can't remember where they said they were from, out of state. And they're like, well, how high is the water normally? I'm like, oh, well, there's this tree that, that has a branch that's kind of half broken that kind of dangles there. And it's like, usually the water can touch that branch. And I mean, it was bone dry. Like you could almost walk across it. There was, it was kind of scary, kind of scary. Yep. Yeah, that's weird. And even, you know, we swim in Nokomis like pff, almost every other day, it feels like. And generally, by the time you get out to like the, that first line of buoys, it's, you know, it's my height. They're a little bit higher. You, you can't touch. And, and again, the lake is so low that you can walk. I can walk right out to the buoys and I'm fine. Still, still head above water. <laughs> 
the way it is. Yeah, that's I haven't I haven't been out on Whiteberry yet this year because it's it's turning into like Lake Minnetonka, just boats everywhere. Um, but <laughs> like you got all those suburbanites going to Whiteberry. Yeah, pretty much. Is and and the water's shallower, so everyone's yeah. like just uh, like rafting up in the middle of the lake. But yeah, there there have been some years where you can walk out a good thirty feet. Like we'd go kayaking and we would just like keep walking. I was like, okay, yeah. now I think we'll float. And it's very strange. I'm, yeah, I haven't been down there yet this year because I don't want to get run over by a yacht. But yeah, um, yeah it's going to be about the same. <laughs> That's a whole other world, Bridget. <laughs> oh universe. my gosh. Yep. A whole yep. new world. <laughs> uh, well, let's use that as our transition and talk about some football. Um, let's do a quick recap of last week. So we, we had Vancouver and Minnesota United in, uh, where were they? Salt Lake, right? Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm just going to set the time here. So we don't spend too much time on this thing. Um, but so where would you like to begin, uh, friends? Should we just maybe talk about the formation, uh, four, three, three, uh, Finley gets to start. That's kind of the big thing to highlight there, right? Uh, Reynoso on the left. Wood Central Finley on the right, kind of cool. Uh, his first start, I believe. Is that correct? This year? Mm, not this year, I don't think. But okay, as of, first start in a while. Yeah, a, a few. Yeah, yeah. And then we had um, Hayes in and DJ Taylor, right? Obviously, Chase is still dealing with whatever he's dealing with, and we we kind of tossed around that maybe Boxall was going to play this time. He did not, so covering those holes i mean it was uh like it always away game is always like takes us a while to to kind of warm up and it took you know it took um it took vancouver i think scoring first right if i recall correctly Mm -hmm. talk to me about like the first 20 because i tuned in late and i checked in with bridget and i'm like what did i miss and she responded nothing nothing (laughs) that's literally what it was like like, nothing happened like there was no no pushing of the ball forward which is really weird right because like you know but it's just you know yeah it was it was like just playing away in the central third There was no like no one was no one was making runs. I mean, except for Finley. Finley like Finley is Finley's got like one mode, and that's just go. Yeah. yeah. So like whenever someone gets the ball, he just goes. He's like, I'm gonna go try to get open, right? He, like he'd be great at ultimate frisbee. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if someone gets the gets the frisbee, he's gone. You're like, I oh, just chuck it up there. He'll catch it. You know. Yeah. Pretty much. But pretty but it's just there was no creativity. There was no like real push forward i think um the, the thing with this team as of lately is that we just we we create there's a difference between opportunities we create and then what i call like dangerous opportunities right and we create opportunities but we just don't 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 cause any danger in the in the attacking third at the beginning and this is was just one of those things and sometimes it takes you know them scoring on us to to kind of wake up, man. This yeah, is one of those things. Yeah. Let's go there. Talk talk about that one. You pronounce it Dijome or Dahomey? I think I had it. I heard it both Dahomey. ways. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I'll throw it out there. Whoever wants it, talk about that goal. Um, I I think the other thing too is just that Tyler Miller is um 
he's great when the ball is in front of him. He'll, he's a shot stopper. We know that he has issues deciding when to come out on corners and set piece, and he won't really grab the ball, but he'll punch it out. But the other thing, too, is is he's he becomes a little bit indecisive and second guesses himself when he has to be one v one with a with with a with an attacker. And I felt that this one, like either he thought it was offsides or something, that uh, when when the homie got the ball, and then he should have like, well, if you come out as a keeper, like I'm under behind the mentality that if you come out, you go you go full out, like don't stop. And then there was a hesitation that he had, and and he, he might have waited a little too long, and then. No, you you get you get scored on, and so I th- I think he also thought that maybe he had a, a defender coming to help him, um, which he often does. Normally, like he can come out and box deal, drop back, and make those goal line saves that we've seen. Coleman does some of the same. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a little bit of miscommunication back there. I know Coleman was late getting back to that one. And wasn't um, there also kind of a a failed offside trap as well? Like I put in here that Taylor yeah. was just barely uh keeping uh the home on like if he would have been like a foot and a half in front that probably would have been offsides yeah that sounds right yeah too bad um so they go down in the 35th but it doesn't last very long about 10 minutes later uh the man we just spoke about ethan finley with the start gets a great goal uh really a, a team goal i mean it's just some old school pep barcelona tiki-taka lud to reynoso uh, to spring Finley and he just one times that thing. I mean, it was, it was fun to watch. It was really pretty, really quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything happened in like two seconds. Yeah. It was fun. Great goal. Uh, what else did you guys see on that one? Anything, anything, uh, grab your attention. It's just the, the triangle that, that they're forming in the middle, you know, like Ray and whoever else is. So I thought Hayes, didn't have a good, like an, an amazing first half, but I think he got more solid as the second half rolled around a little bit. And I feel, I feel for Hayes because he puts it, he's put in a situation where like he just has to step in and, and try to work things out. So he, he has a work ethic. It's just that sometimes it's just there isn't enough reps with uh, the first team that, that you are able to, to get in sync with folks. And I think that's a little bit of that. And hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll be able to do more of that. But I mean, overall, he wasn't horrible, and I think he he did what he needed to do. And um, but I think that first goal was just you know just a glimpse of what we can do in a sense, and what mm-hmm. we've seen do. But it never starts that way. We never like the only time I think we score within the first ten minutes of the season is against Portland, right? I think when uh, we did all that and we pressed the ball and we got it back from there. I mean, we're talking Portland doesn't have the greatest defense either, but you know, um, but. But it, it, it was nice to see, to be able to get a goal back before the, before the end of the half. Yeah, exactly. 1-1 one, one halftime. Um, second half starts. We, have, we had a little bit of a shift. Uh, Hayes, uh, rather, Hunu for Hayes. So Lud goes right. Interestingly, Finley took the left wing, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of surprised to see that. And then, uh, obviously, Hunu goes central with, with Ray shifting more to the, the 10 spot. And, uh, you know, I, I, they must have had a good pep talk because things kind of started to take off from there. They had a pretty good attack right away. Um, I, I, I clocked like the 54th who knew 
almost beating. Uh, oh, it was that long ball that he almost got to, which yeah. would have been like a one one v one. It was so close, so close. He just missed that thing. Um, Reynoso to Hunu, great pass. He just got some bad footing on it. So they're getting they're 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 making these connections and they're finding holes in the defense like almost immediately. Um, what else we got here? Oh, let's let's just go to uh, oh the 68th, the free kick. The free kick was so close to. <laughs> oh, Reynoso puts that thing in, and Hunu has this spectacular header. Um, I'm trying to remember far post. That's right. He gets up, it goes far post, and. Th- did the keeper get it or does he hit the crossbar? I can't remember now. I just remember I, being like within inches. I think it was mostly mostly crossbar. He might have gotten yeah. his fingertips on it, but Oh, it was it was so tight. I mean it was it was a really pretty header too. The the change in direction that he was able to to use on that header was just gorgeous. Should have been there. Um so finally, after all these opportunities, we're kind of used to this, right? They take many, many shots. We get some to go in and it, and, it, and it's the guy, it's, it's Lud in the 75th. Um, I'll, I'll pass to one of you, Bridget. What, what happens on this one? Uh, good, good question. Let me refresh my memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard. We're a week. Uh, no. a, a week was a long time ago. Um, um I, I think, well, yeah, it was that it was, it was trapped, trapped to get the assist. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And then the, the hit in stride. Right. I think it was uh, it was on the right side. I think he either dispossessed or he intercepted a ball and then Trap just carried it and then laid it off to um laid it off to Lud, who was already on the right side. Oh yeah. And then that one he kinda he kinda brought the ball in and brought the buck up, ball back out. And so then he squared himself and shot with his left and beat the keeper. I mean it was pretty good. I mean, we've seen him do it, it so was, many yeah. times. That, that that it's nice to be able to see that that's somewhere in his arsenal. But his celebration, the whole Robin Hood thing here, or the Robin Lud thing thing, <laughs> I think it's just you know I like it. It's one of my favorite new 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 celebrations for goals. That was good. I I, I do too. Yep. Uh, once again, coming from behind. I mean, we we've seen this. We've talked about this theme over these these past weeks. So it's it's nice to see them dig deep. And and at this point, Miller has a big save late in the eighty third. Um, Feels like we're going to get the points. It feels great. Uh, spoiler, 91st. Uh, Finley is running with, it's Dahomey again. And they go down. I can't remember what I initially thought. I thought, okay, maybe that is a PK. But then in the first replay, I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. I'm, I'm curious of your opinions. But from what I could tell, it was very much the offensive player, Dahomey, bodying Finley and then getting the call, right? And 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 it didn't even Agreed. it didn't go to VAR. Like the the, the this is the no. big controversy that everybody was talking about is the ref had an opportunity to spend some time on it and he didn't. Yep. Yeah, all he had to do was take another look, but uh, that the official in the booth apparently decided it wasn't wasn't worth it. Right. So it it wasn't a a reading rainbow moment. Yeah. So frustrating. So frustrating. So the PK is called. They score. They tie it up. And Dahomey somehow hurts himself on the PK. I, I don't even I know I laughed so hard there. when that happened. I literally I mean, rolled my eyes. Karma. Little karma. Um, so your final is 2-2. And it, it, it's kind of the reverse of, of what happened last time, last week with LAFC, where we got that, that late uh, tying goal to get out with a point from LA. And then they were able to kind of um, 
what, what did we work on today? We were doing a, a, a sweep variation. So they swept us again and we got, we got the jujitsu sweep to. <laughs> I, know, I just, I just feel like the frustration Finley was feeling at that moment, just because mm-hmm. he had such a good game and he yeah, finally was absolutely. able to get a start. Oh, he looked so sad. Oh, he looked yes. so sad. He looked oh, like one of my kids when I tell him not to do something. He's like, oh, come on. Yeah, uh-huh. it sucked. It really did suck because, I mean, again, we, we did it to L.A. Now it happens to us. So, okay, the but, universe but it, is it wasn't, I mean, but, it wasn't a PK, but, like, for L.A., I mean, it was a, it was a banger. But No, you know. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. But, and, and, it, and it just, it, when it's literally the last play of the game mm-hmm. and, you, and you as the official don't take an extra 30 yeah, seconds. When it's the deciding moment of the game, like, like, yeah, if, I mean, if we were up like three, one or something and it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. That's one thing. Like, let them take, let them take a shot. But yeah, when it's, I I don't get it. It was frustrating. It's too bad. Well, I mean, we got one point. So like out of this road trip, we got two points, right? Which is correct. Yeah. A point is a point is a point. And so that's, um, that's, you know, uh, it could, that's where could we're be at, Cincinnati. You know? We'll talk about them. <laughs> it could always be worse. <laughs> this that's, is true. We could always be worse than Cincinnati. That's right. It's like hashtag for MLS. It can always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, other games uh, in, in that round, along with that match, uh, San Jose, the big win over Seattle. So Seattle is still still struggling. I mean, they're still without a lot of their players, um, and they've been they've been giving up quite a few now. I believe this is the. Is this the third loss in a row? Or they, they, maybe they had a win in between. But there have been like three losses in a month at least. Kind of starting with Minnesota. Kind of incredible there. Um, big one to highlight. New England 3, New York Red Bulls 2. Only because Minneapolis City's own Brandon Bay <laughs> gets one in. Congratulations, Mr. Bay. Um, Cincy and D.C. tie. Inter-Miami 2-1 over Montreal. Houston, who we'll see tonight in Salt Lake, tie. Uh, Dallas gets the win over Sporting KC. Uh, kind of a surprising one there. And Colorado beats Austin. Anything else on that little slate? Moving on. Um, I, I put this in here just to give us a l- little bit of a picture for the West. Um, I think this might have flipped now. I think Sporting KC might be ahead. I should have put the new one in here. But this one, I had Seattle up. Um, and Sporting KC at two, LA three, LA Galaxy that is three, Colorado four, LAFC five, us at six, Salt Lake seven. Um, did that change? Do you guys know? I, I want to see it might have flipped around. Let me Hold on, let me see. Hold right on. Yeah, so, I'm doing it as well. Um, so I know we're like in we're in sixth, I think. And K- um, KC and Seattle flipped. So KC's number yeah. one, Seattle's number two. LA is number three, Colorado's number four. Everything else LAFC, is the same. Yeah, I mean. San Jose's, you know, and, and then you can talk about the transfers that we've had. I mean, Portland, um, they they sent Ibobasi to San Jose, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. Let's, let's, let's just go there. I'll, we'll get, since you're talking about I think it. that's interesting. I mean, I I think it's kind of a little bit of like, you know, Ibobasi didn't, during the time that he was there, didn't um, become the star that he needed to become, but he was also injured. But I also feel like it's, it's also like a, a Mason toy type of thing, right? It's like, wasn't going to get playing time that much and wasn't, um, you know, and wanted to be able to get some sort of start and go play young with uh, Almeida and a bunch of the, in Jackson Jew. I mean, that's a, 
that's going to be an interesting lineup. I, 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 I think it's a positive for, um, for San Jose. And I think, was it 1.1 1. 1 or 1.6 mil? Was it, was the, uh, yeah, 1.6. So that was, um, that was interesting too. Our friend, Mr. Fangmeyer points out uh, friendly reminder, Portland will be receiving 1.167 million in, in GA money for Ibobasi. Well, MNUC received 50 K in gam for Abu Dunladi <laughs> slap. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a big hand slapping us all across the face. Hashtag striker whisperer. Oof, that one hurts. Um, as long as we're talking about this, we'll just we'll just keep moving with some of these transfers. Uh, other big one was Busio from Casey to Venezia. Kind of spoiled oh. in their in their Gold Cup run when they won. When they won. He's like, that was that was the funniest shh, thing ever. Shh, quiet, quiet. Don't say it out loud. And Reggie was it <laughs> Reggie Cannon? Was it? Yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah. so. Reggie Cannon kept on going up to Busio's aid. Venezia, Venezia. And they're like, shut up, dude. Shut up, shut up. And then he's like, it's, it's like, Reggie just bought a new house in Dallas. If you want the address, DM me. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, um, this is big money, though. I mean, I, I don't even know what the final one was, but they were talking around 11 million. So, I mean, w- once again, just showing the the uh, trajectory of this league and, and the players going to Europe for substantial rates. I mean, this is... I mean, we've we've seen it before to the point where now we just like yeah, of course this is right. what's happening. But I mean, five ten years ago, we would have been losing our minds on this that kind right. of right. I mean, I think I think you know I'm very happy for for Gianluca. Uh, I've been a big fan ever since I started seeing him playing some of the other games, and so you know a lot of the youth are doing good things. I mean, uh, Ricardo Pepe should be going somewhere, but. Dallas decided that they're going to keep him for a couple more years. So they signed him into a contract. I mean, we have the talent is the talent pool is, is getting bigger and bigger. And it's just, I just wish he was in Italy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that, that'll come up in a little bit. Hello, yeah. Italy. Uh, Buchanan also to Club Bruges and Belgique. Uh, I don't have a number on that one, but uh, good for him. Oh, he was so great in this Gold Cup. I mean, he literally wailed that goal against Canada all by himself. I was like, that was awesome to be able to see. So, Right. Let me head back. Um, let's see. Do-do-do-do. Let's still stick with MLS. I'll, we'll come back to NWSL in a sec here. Let's talk a little bit about All-Stars. The, the team was dropped, and we can just focus on the one Minnesota, Minnesota United a ambassador. Unsurprisingly, Manuel Reynoso, so congratulations, good for him. It was it was pretty cool to see him uh, be presented with the shirt when they were in training. I, I, I liked that they showed that. So we don't always compliment the uh, the team's PR folks, but I, I thought that was a pretty good one. It was cool to see. Mm-hmm. What can you guys remind me? Is this going down? Is this next week or the week after? I I didn't put the date in here. I know we've talked about it before. I just don't have it. Damn, the All Star game. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Let me pull I'll let you look. I'll, I'll we'll jump to some of the Wednesday matches. Um, Rodrigo, anything here to highlight from Wednesday? Um, DC getting a big win over Columbus, four to two. Philly three nil over Toronto. Since uh, he once again tying because that will come up again. And Austin getting a win. Any, anything? Oh, right. Mason Toy, right? We got to talk Mason Toy. Right. I think in the, in the DC Columbus game, Molino scored, but then you know who all, all, also scored twice. And actually has one goal of the week. Tell me. Jordi Reyna. Ah, there you go. And so, you know, there's uh because because there is, you know, there's uh there was rumors of like 
Minnesota maybe having a trade with DC, which didn't really make any sense in a way, but, um, but overall I thought, you know, um, I, I can't wait till Flores gets back and everything else, but I mean, it, it's decent. I mean, I like Losada. It's just, he's a guy you want to cheer for. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he loves his players. You, you can totally see that and it's beginning to come around. So I'm happy to be able to, to do that. But, um, did you, um, speaking of uh, MLS, no, I was oh, going to say, dude, Go it was, um, did you hear that they're going to put a Landon Donovan statue over mm-hmm. at, uh, at uh, the LA Galaxy Stadium? And, I didn't, but okay. But, but, but I think um, just to just think, who, who would you put? Like, if we were going to do that at Minnesota United, because there's going to be another statue put in front of Allianz. But if you were someone who you think and probably mix in NASL days and all that stuff, who, who would you put in there? It's got to be Lagos, right? Buzz Lagos. I would love a Buzz Lagos statue. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be my go-to, I guess. Yeah, me too. That's, that was quick. Good job, guys. <laughs> you know? When we're on, we're on. I was going to ask Bridget, did you get a date on that uh, All-Star? Yeah. Uh, August 25th, which is a okay, Wednesday. So we got a little bit of time still. I'm excited for that. Like, I, I generally don't care at all about these All-Star games, but having... MLS and Liga Mieki, I think I think could be pretty fun. Um, let's let's keep rolling with some uh, more MNUFC. We should talk about, uh, along with the transfers, we heard that uh, Aikopara is being bought out. Um, not too surprising, just just kind of sad that it has to end this way, considering everything he did for the team and uh, all his accomplishments throughout his entire time in the league as well. And uh, I love this this quote from Doyle over at, uh, at extra time where he says, I'll say straight up his run from 27 to 2019 was the best three-year run of any CB in MLS history. I mean, that's hard to argue. Yeah. So. Absolutely true. You know, hopefully he, uh, I, I, who knows what's going to happen, but it, it's hard to believe he's just like flat out done with football. So maybe he'll transition into media and commentating and, or who knows coaching. I don't know. But we wish him, wish Maybe he'll be the new CEO. I don't know. You know? <laughs> I, I listened to that interview with Wes, and it sounds like they have somebody. So, I mean, hey, who knows? Could be. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I could probably the CEO would just sweep everyone. <laughs> so, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's it, – it, like I said, it's just hard to believe that it's it, this is it. There's got to be, like, phase two. I'm sure there will be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Rodrigo, you kind of alluded to this, this rumor with DC United. You want to take it? And Juan Chope, go for it. Well, I mean, I mean, like, we, if we haven't seen Juan Chope around for a while. He, he, I start, I, I looked for him at every Walgreens small lot in Orlando, and I could not find him. So, I mean, he's somewhere out there. Um, I think he'll be, hopefully he'll be back, but like... You know, I get people don't like Juan Chope or just the way that he's kind of been playing. But, like, overall, like, if you are a Boca Juniors fan or if you knew anything about Juan Chope, you knew what you were getting. And all, all, of, all of Boca Juniors Twitters knew what we were getting and they were telling us. And this oh, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, yes, yes, they were. And it, it, like, like it wasn't, you know, like, untrue or it wasn't, like, something we prepared for. So, that I just, you know, I, I just love rooting for an old guy that can't run but can still nutmeg every MLS, MLS player that comes in. Right. right? I mean, like, 
do, do you think this thing energy. has do you think this thing has legs though do you think this rumor is is true that he might be going i think to i think there could have been discussions i think the, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is that um dc has a lot of attacking power so like i think they have like three or four forwards currently in their roster and it just um you have Jordi Reyna, right that's another one and he's finally getting back in form coming back from the injury and so it's like does it does it does it make sense to to trade for another forward i mean like when you probably would... i think some i think some some of what was behind that was Lozada has like they've crossed paths before and they have kind of a previous relationship or rapport so um it wasn't so much a matter of like getting a new attacking player. It's a guy he knows. But Got it. I, don't, I also don't see it happening. I'm sure that things did, like were discussed. Hmm. And that's probably I'm the sure. one place that, that would uh, make that deal. But I'm sure um, there was a stake and, and a Merlot involved somehow in the, yeah. <laughs> and exchange of mates and be like, let's let's have a conversation about it. So I think if you exchange mate in Argentina, you're married. That's how it works. No, is it really? <laughs> well, no. apparently, I'm I'm I've married lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, let's let's talk about one that is more uh, def- de- defined here. Um, I'll throw it above you because I don't know a lot about Joseph Rosales. 20-year-old Honduran midfielder. He's now part of uh, Minnesota United. So uh, do we know what kind of midfielder where he may or may not be or play? He's, he's more of a central midfielder from all the highlights and all the other stuff I've seen. I mean, yeah. he's played some left back, but he literally looks like a, like an eight to me in a sense. I mean... yeah. And I, I mean, I think the theory is he's young enough. They can mold him to, to go where they need him. Kind of like a, a Hassani Datsun situation. But yeah, he does seem to be more central. But just don't, don't let him take any free kicks because all the free kicks he took, specifically ones against Mexico on the 18-yard line, that was horrible. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, not, not impressed by that one. Was this the uh, what tournament was that? I remember. Was that the uh, uh, this, the Olympic, the Olympics? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know mm-hmm. he played in the Concacaf Champions too for uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the Panamanian side, right? I can't remember. Uh, no, he plays in Panama, but he's uh, Honduran, so. No, no, but in in the Champions League, he would have been playing on his club. Oh, Champions Panamanian. League! Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, is it uh, what? What's the name of his I can't, club? Not even gonna try. Um, <laughs> No, I, 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 it's, it's like one of the few clubs that has, really has some sort of a name. I'm trying to figure, remember it. Uh, uh, anyways, yeah, but he does. He, he, yeah, he plays in the team. He's one of the, um, he's one of the folks that does, um, does, does that has played and is consistent. I think he wears 14 or 22 for that team. But, but there, there you go. Cool. There you go. Um, let's go back to NWSL. I just put this in here just for some uptakes or uptakes updates. <laughs> Uh, see, I, it's all Hebrew. Is it the same thing? The problem is it's contagious. Like, I pass it on to all <laughs> yeah. you guys. Um, I put this one in here. Just uh, uh, Courage won one with Pride and the uh, rain 2-0 over Racing Louisville only because that the summer goal was just one of the most amazing things I've seen in a long time. I've, I watched it at least 20 times where she gets the pass and just 
she she jukes right on the Louisville defender, then jukes left, then jukes right again, and the and the defender just slides and like stays down the ground like I'm done, and then and then immediately <laughs> shoots that banana that curls in. I mean, what what a show! It was just like FIFA cheat. It was just beautiful. I, oh, what I don't know what else to say. It was spectacular. What what a goal! What a goal! You all can praise as well if you want, or you can just let me sit here and, and gush on the <laughs> summer. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I mean, I was just watching yeah, she's, Portland, she's so good. that's what I was watching. So watching Thorns play, so, so. Thorns beat KC two nil, uh, Chicago three one over Washington, and then Houston and Gotham. What what did you like in the, in the Thorns? They are still top of the table. Where did it go? No, I just, you know, it's it's a solid team. I mean, like, you have a lot of their players who are in either the Canadian team or the U.S. US uh, Olympic team. And so, like, it's nice to be able to get... I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Rocky Rodriguez. So, like, that's always been a plus for me. And so, like, getting to watch ex- extra time and watch them play is, is great. And so... Um, but no, they're 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 holding their own. They're being, they're being productive and, and they're winning. I mean, I think... Once they all come back and get integrated, it's going to be really interesting what like a lot of the a lot of the teams now are, will be like. So, yep, my Louisville are currently out of of post right now. Uh, Gotham two, Red Stars three, Spirit four, Courage five, and Houston Dash at six is kind of where things look. Um, I think that's about all I got for local stuff. Was there anything you that I missed? It uh, well, yeah, we got to talk about tonight, Minnesota United. Uh, hosting the Dynamo. Maybe it's going to rain. Maybe it's not. Definitely cloudy. Um, what do you all foresee? Uh, this These teams, when they play, they they usually, um, they both come and it, they're, they're kind of hard to predict. I, I don't really know what to say. I'll, I'll let you guys go. I think a win is what you should expect, right? Um, with the depth of players that we have, we should be a, a, a bad team, right? Like Houston is a bad team, eventually. Um, Daru Quintero has, hasn't gotten a start in what feels like eight years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's done <laughs> to get They're a bad uh, team, but they always seem up to it whenever they play Minnesota. They no, don't make that's it easy. true. That's true. I mean, it's the, it's, it's the derby. So it, it's always anything can happen, right? But yeah. the expectation is that we should, we should win this game at home, right? And that's what, that's what people are saying. Like we should, right? I mean, uh, and and that's what what I expect, but at the same time, I, I, we we could also you know not do well, and if we start slow, it's quite possibly you know. And who knows? Maybe they'll start Darwin Quintero because he's playing us, right? I mean, <laughs> things get give weird. Him, give him know? his novelty start for the season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's no there's no gentleman agreement, so. Oh man, bringing that one back. Another, you're full of clapbacks today, Rodrigo. <laughs> That was another good one. Wow. I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Yep. That happened. Um, Cool. Well, let's take a little break. Lose some internationals and uh, hopefully Minnesota get the win this evening. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. Well, we talked more about soccer. We've gotten rid of the local and MLS type of news and <laughs> gotten rid. Got rid of them. You know, we've, <laughs> Out of here. We've burned of through them. Um, and now we're, we stuck ourselves into what the world is doing regarding soccer out there. And of course, there's the Olympic side of everything. So, yeah. Should we start? Let's start with the men, shall we? Um, Bridget, you watched a little bit of the, uh, the quarterfinal Spain Ivory Coast, right? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you see? Uh, Ivory Coast was playing well. Um, I think they actually scored just after I turned it on, after we were talking about it that day. Um, it, was, it was a fun, fun game to watch. Spain is Spain. Was, was this the, uh, they, go, they go two, two to extra time, right? And then Spain just like opens it up and scores yeah. three goals yeah. in extra time. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is kind of wild. Yeah. It was a little ridiculous. I, yeah. The yeah. colonizers were like, let's lure you in to false notion <laughs> and then stab you in the back with two goals right away. We've done this before, Rodrigo. So Spain moves on. Uh, Japan and New Zealand tied, and Japan won in penalties. <clears throat> Brazil and Egypt, uh, Brazil beat them 1-0. And uh, Mexico, South Korea, 6-3 for Mexico. So your semis then went like this. Brazil and Mexico, as we predicted, we're going to end up playing. 0-0 in all the way through to penalties. <clears throat> I didn't get a chance to see this, but... From what I understood, the whoever, whoever the YouTube did they have Ochoa in goal for you yep. for the oh man that was their old guy, ouch because he he did not do well on the PKs it was yeah. four to one for Brazil which ouch you know which 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 makes it makes sense after watching that why why David Ochoa but also was like keeper was like hmm, oh maybe I should you. throw I forgot to mention that maybe yes. I should throw uh, my hat into that pool so so I can become. A different Ochoa. Yeah, Ochoa one to Ochoa two. <laughs> uh, that guy. But we all at least know that he'll never be Matt Turner. So at least we That's know right. him. We have that chant now from now on. If we yep. play Real Salt Lake and he's still playing. Be Matt, Turner. Matt Turner. So Brazil moves. Um, and then Spain and Japan played. And España wins over Japan again in extra time. But they... I don't know what it is with them. They just they just don't want to score in, in regulation time. No, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. Uh, so there again. They, so we had our final today. In fact, this is kind of the breaking news, I suppose. Um, they played earlier, and once again, <laughs> it went to extra time. It was one-one in regulation, but not Spain. Brazil, Marco. It was uh, Malcolm in the 108th to uh, to win in the second stoppage time. So that is. Brazil's second gold in a row. So, parabéns, parabéns, Brazil. Yay. Yeah, man, I knew I knew it would make you happy. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about this day is not put in the notes. Um, there, I, I don't think he's. I think he's the winger, Paulinho. I can't remember if he's the right or left right now. But Paulinho put out this tweet that just like blew up. I, I, you guys probably saw my response because you know typically you know, Brazil and everywhere else in Latin America, they're, they're like, it's very Christian. So they're say, Oh, thank Put it in God's hands. Thank, praise God, praise Jesus, da, 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 et cetera, et cetera. All, all the little variations. 
my man, <laughs> Paulinho, <laughs> digs deep into the Afro-Brazilian Afro uh, candomblé traditions, the syncretic African religion. And he says, I can't remember what he said, Ishu eliminó. So like, Ishu did this. Ishu took him out. Ishu is an Orisha in, in I don't have time to get into this whole thing. But please, please go to our Patreon for Eric's history of, of Afrosyncretic religions and Odishas. But sign up it, for it, the uh, long distance course. Yes. As well too, while you're at it. <laughs> yes. But for all the elements, and then everybody, get, depending on your birthday, you have your, your kind of your spirit guide, your Odisha. Uh, mine happens to be Shu, just out of coincidence. But he is the trickster in, in, all, in a lot of these religions. There's always kind of, and in indigenous re religions as well, like here in the US, you always have like the trickster god or goddess that's always messing with everybody. That's Yishu. And he's also the guide between the worlds. Um, so for him to, to call on Yishu instead of a, a Christian deity, I thought was baller. And you can imagine his mentions were like out of control. Like, did not go over well, I don't think, with a lot of people. But I, so I, I took it upon myself to be like, "You done good, bud. <laughs> well done." Yeah, it's okay. The Pope still him. loves him. That's all that matters. Good on him. The Pope good will still invite him. them to their house, you know, <gasps> to the Vatican to have them show their gold medal, right? It, I I wanted to show up in full Candomblé white. <laughs> <laughs> with like all the all the shells and everything like that, it would be spectacular. It would be spectacular. Um, I will throw to you all for Ramirez talk. Um, it, this is actually an old one, so you can you can talk about the last couple matches if you want. Whoever wants it, Bridget, please t tell us about our our now awesome uh, uh, Scotsman on fire. <laughs> well, he scored a brace against. Uh... A Reykjavik team, and I'm blanking on their name now. In Iceland, right? I mean, yeah. Yep, yep. We should have just got Nate Pence to come on the show. He Since was there. Nate, he he was went there. to the match. Yeah. yeah. He went to the yeah. match. I was like, I was like, I hate you, he was, Nate. He, but he could only get a ticket in, like, the home section, so he wasn't able to cheer for Ramirez because he was in the wrong section of the stands. Amazing. Um. Yeah, so I mean, good for him. He's and he finally has his family over there. There were issues getting visas for the kids. Yeah, obviously. If, if you um, follow Val on Instagram, yeah. it's the funniest thing ever. Yes. Like she's like, I how do I how do I learn to drive on the right side of the road? <laughs> and then she like for the longest time, like people were giving her a hard time because she goes, "Where do you find creamer for my coffee?" And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, "There's no creamer about? here. <laughs> What's a creamer?" And so she says. Don't but they have lots like, of, uh, is it goats or sheep? It's probably one of those. Just two, milk, right? Milk. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but just it's, it's like just, it's funny. It's funny. And then, you know, seeing a lot of kid going to the playground. So, yeah. Yeah, people, so people are sending him treats for the kids. He, Chris posted a picture of some, like, really big scones or cookies or something. And uh, whoever sent it to him, like, drew a soccer ball and put his number on there and, like, Nice. his name and just like pimped it out for him it's like these are for the kids but yeah i mean i'll i'll steal a cookie <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah i mean it's it's good to see him having fun playing yes. smiling like playing like himself right four himself. four goals four games yeah. right i mean i mean granted you know the scottish league is not the most premier league of all the leagues right i mean but 
it's good to him being out there and being happy and and, and so playing internationally. It's the right? European, and, yeah. He wanted the he wanted to play in a European league and get the overseas experience. And whether yeah. you're doing that in like the third or fourth division or like Premier League, it's it's a massive experience for him. Yeah. That's right. And I mean, there's right. a path to Europa League for him right now. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Who knows? I he can. could be playing in Europa. His, his first game was a qualifier. So that's right. <laughs> yep. So I can't I can't wait till we see. Uh, Tison and uh, play Aberdeen or some sort of weird way. Ah. Like if the world's fly, <laughs> yeah. that'd be like that'd nice. be an interesting man. Would you all like to do Gold Cup or kind of keep the Olympic vibe going and do uh, the women? Let's cheer for Canada. Yeah, let's talk about right. Canada. Yeah, let's, let's do it. So we, we'll back up a little bit and do a semifinal here. Um, I didn't get to watch any of these matches. I just saw highlights. But uh, U.S. Canada. Canada obviously wins one nil late pk um wh- what all happened here I'll, I'll throw to you i'm guessing you probably saw more than i did um it was a counter and a run of play and, and originally like like the the referee didn't call for a pk it wasn't until like later like you know that it was re- looked at and, and it went for a pk so you know tina davidson did like a bad leg sweep like trying to clear the ball i just took someone with them i mean that's that's unfortunate i mean the U.S. was creating situations, but this has not been a strong showing for this uh, U.S. women national team. And and like and, and when we saw it coming from the from 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 a while back from the exhibitions, right? Um, and it's um, it, it just they just went. I mean, like technically they knew what they were doing, but just went cooking. They couldn't do anything else more than anything. And the only results that they could get to is from like teams that they're supposed to be right. But it's it's a heartbreaker, right? I mean, you don't want to lose a game like that um but if anything it builds characters for for the younger kids that are there um and and uh vlatko has, has something to think about right specifically because yeah this, when he, you, go, go ahead. ahead i was gonna say would you say this is very much like a generational thing like kind of the end of an era and maybe there should have been a quicker shift to get some of these new younger players in there, I, I had questions. Our household had questions about who got picked, and, and that's our, our own point of view. But overall, I think you know, um, when you play in a tournament, fatigue is going to become a, a factor, and, and getting acquainted to the game of play is going to become a factor. And I think there were options that could have been used earlier. Um, but I also at the same thing. I mean, I can't. You can't you can't fault uh, like an Alyssa there gets injured right so that someone else has to come in. I mean, it, the tournaments are like that. People are going to get injured. Things are going to happen. It's how you respond as a team that that determines how how what kind of tournament you have and what you do. And so that's that's literally what it is. And so um, I don't know. It felt like. It felt like all the other teams wanted it more than the United States, and that's just my opinion. So. Bridget, anything to add? Yeah, I mean, they, from, I was only able to watch highlights of each one. Um, but, like, the gold medal match was their best, and probably because it was all on the line. Um, and, yeah, I, I would agree that they, they just kind of weren't all there. And they said that as well. I mean, the, the interviews with, 
uh, Pino and even Lloyd for saying, um, you know, we, we just we just didn't come out hard enough. We're not we weren't locked in. Um, so it, it kind of clicked in that last game because it had to. That was their their last chance. Yeah. At the same time, there's I mean, I, this morning on the the NBC Olympics wrap up, Arlo White was talking to Rebecca Lowe about um, Flacco's tactics and selections, and he was saying, you know, they they need to get more young blood in here. But if you look at the roster, there's there's plenty there. He, he just didn't use them. I mean, it's it's one thing to get a younger team. It's another thing to actually field that young team. And he had options on the bench that he just decided not to use and let, let right. everyone else kind of get their – I mean, maybe just to get their one last show in. Um, and, you know, the rest of these girls will have the, the World Cup to, to get that opportunity. But right. um, yes, it's just kind of, it's a little strange just the way that yeah. it was all handled. Well, I, I usually don't agree with Hope Solo, but Hope Solo when asked yeah. said, <laughs> Hope Solo was like, you know, I, I you, you want, you know, he felt that Blacko was being more of a friend than a coach. And sometimes you're not supposed to like your coach. Right. right. And so like, I agree with that. I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they all like them. You, you want to be liked by your coach, you know, right. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, your coach is not your friend, you know, either they're supposed to put you in situations and get the best out of you. And I think that has some valid, I think that's a valid argument from Hope Solo too. And on the other end, Sweden, just a machine. They just kept moving through. Uh, they beat Australia one nil to move on to their final. Um, I, I love this photo of uh, Sinclair and Haran just having a moment. I mean, it's beautiful, <laughs> sad, but also just a lovely moment. So, so let's talk about the bronze then. So they, these two teams play, and it's kind of like defense optional. It's kind of, it's kind of what I, right. <laughs> the vibe that I got <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. Um, the first goal is Rapino in eight, followed by Kerr 17, followed by Rapino again 21st. Then it goes Carly Lloyd gets a brace, 45, 45 51st, back to Ford. And then, uh, how do you pronounce it? Jelnik in the 90th. So your final score is four to three. Lots of goals. Um, I caught the highlights of this one. It was fun to watch. Um, so I'm glad they at least, you know, they got the bronze, but bittersweet, I suppose, right? A medal's a medal. I mean, I think yeah. a medal's worth your effort. And, like, if you're going to go out, you know, then why not go out having fun and having, sure. I mean, and plus, you know, there was an Olympico in there. So, I mean, how often do you see an Olympico in any tournament? Yep. Very rare. So, hey, ran, random throw in here. It, it is Venezuelan food truck night. Black card just. <laughs> Love that we're coming oh, back yeah. to the food truck. <laughs> Venezuelan I, food I just had to scroll through real quick, and Wes was like, all right, but I. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> just anyway. stick it in there. <laughs> great. Uh, so, let's talk about the final, O Canada. As Rodrigo said, um, one one uh, full time. Uh, Stenius, which oh, I love that name. We've talked about her before. It sounds like a death metal band. And um, and Fleming gets a PK for Canada, and that holds all the way to PKs. Um, 
take it from there. I'll, I'll throw to you guys to talk about those PKs because they were interesting. Very Minnesotan interesting from what I understand. Well, it was kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's like it looked like Sweden didn't want to score. <laughs> I have no, they, they missed a couple in a row, if not three. And I think that's at that point, you know, it just be, after you miss the first two, you're like it's it becomes a mental game at that point. Yeah. And 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 the keeper keeper has the advantage at that point. That's why PKs are a hard way to go out. But overall, I mean, I think Canada finally, you know, it gets gets put out there that they're willing to um, that, that that their gold medal. And this is great for Canada. Not only I'm happy for Sinclair because Sinclair is old. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess to get a cold. And she's, you know, still the top scorer of right. All genders, all everything. So yep. awesome for her yeah. to get that. So somebody laid out all of her accomplishments, and it is that is it's, quite yeah. the list. It is plus, quite plus, the plus. Plus, it, it this this should be, if not a motivating factor, to um, to Canadian soccer, right, mm-hmm. and um, to start creating more professional leagues for women, uh, investing more on the women's side. We all remember having the, you know, the horrible conversation of like playing the World Cup on turf when it was, when it was and so, um, so I think that's that. This is this is this is where it needs to go, right? I mean, like, Canada has its good things and it's had its horrible things, but right now the focus should be that they have a gold medal women's soccer team, and that should be. Whatever, whatever side conversation that, that leads into what's happening up in Canada or Toronto or wherever, it, it should be that, right? I mean, like, not not often do you get to do that, right? And 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 the United States knows that, right? I mean, they got a bronze, and I mean, Brazil knows that it's hard to repeat. Like, how many repeat mm-hmm. gold 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 uh, medals did you get in soccer? That's not a lot. It always changes, so it's always it's, it's always good. So, hats um, we had a lot of Canadian. fun. So. Yeah, that, that, you read my mind. That's where I was going. I was going to say we had a lot of fun watching Shireen, our friend from uh, Burn It All Down, and her her timeline was just awesome. It was just yeah. I can't wait till the next uh, Burn It All Down episode, and I hope they <laughs> give Shireen like forty five minutes. Yeah, just go, <laughs> just go off. She, you know, she one of her points that I thought was really good, and and this this can almost be a flashback to where our U.S. women's national team was like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. She, she was calling out the Federation right away like, you need to have all these jerseys and everything, all the merch, like it needed to be out a week ago, right? And now it has to be out yesterday because there is such a hot demand, right, for the Sinclair right. kit or whoever, whatever. And it's like, and it's not quite there, I think is what she was basically trying to say is like, get this stuff out because there's a massive demand and it's only going to get, you know, more intense. And she's right. And I remember, you know, the uh, the 99ers, it was the same thing. It was so hard to find any merch or anything. So. Yep. Um, yeah, so great. Congrats to Canada. Um, I was going to back up and just say this is out of date already because I put this in earlier in the week. Uh, COVID cases, this says two... Total since the start to 294. Um, I, I guarantee you that's off. That's that's low. It's probably three. Yeah, or it went up quite a bit this week. Yeah. Yep. 
just just to bring it back down you know we, we can't stay happy too long on this, on this program. well if uh, that's a great great segue it is to, i'm telling you man into our never going away topic here at the minnesota football show uh, uh, i wish we had a drum roll and some sort of theme music you know yeah, like someone came up with a jingle for this week in racism <laughs> i don't know oh man but i seriously like like which one should we start with let's Let's know. do the Monaco one, huh? All right, let's do that one. Yeah, bring so that one is, in. This uh, is Chuameni. Um, apparently, so repeat offender Sparta Prague. We they've been on here before. Uh, more of the same, I believe. Um, I don't even think he scored. Did he score? Maybe he did score. I can't remember now. Um, anyway, he he just. I think he. Yeah. Let, let's say. I, I don't know. Listeners, let me know if he scored or not. But. He got death threats essentially from Sparta from Sparta Prague for just existing. Maybe it was like a throw-in, or a, I'm not exactly sure, but you know we've we've talked about this team before, Sparta Prague. And to the credit of um, of uh, which uh, French team now? Um, boy, I'm blowing it on this one. Monaco. Thank you. Um, they were very quick to respond and. They, they contacted the Sparta administration right away. They said, this isn't over. We're looking into uh, whatever, you know, we, we, we get stuck in the processes all the time. But it was, it was nice to see Monaco step up right away and be like, nah, nah, we're not letting this one go. Um, okay. Now, this is the really bad one. <laughs> we, we don't talk a lot about women's teams during the – this week in racism segment here. So uh, I don't know who, who wants to start this one off. Bridget, you want it? <laughs> Everybody's like, no, I don't. No, keep it away. <laughs> here, would you like to talk about this? Um, God, it's such a horrible thing, though. Like, and it's, like just, this, it's just kept getting worse. <laughs> it, this, this offense reminds me a lot of the, was it 2008 Spanish national uh, team when they like, by some sort of like photo op with an, a sponsor because they were going to China for the Olympics, I think it was. And they yeah. all did the slanted eye, like our own, even our own, even Ricky Rubio right at that point did all that. And I'm like, this is, yeah, you know, there was this a, is horrible. There was a swimmer um, suspended for doing that as well before Beijing. Um, and again, afterwards, he's a repeat offender. Um, fortunately, did not qualify for Tokyo. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to take a photo op after practice, uh, obviously, the first thing that you think of doing is taking an orange cone and putting it on your head and then doing the slanted eyes. Uh, and then they post I mean, it that with is, that is silly what emojis. Like, yeah. they post it with the silly emojis, and it was also part of, like, their, their training uh, photo collage for the day. Ju Juventus women, by the way, I should say this was Juventus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who we, I mean, we rarely ever see on Twitter, and they found a way. Uh, they were ratioed like six thousand retweets to like four hundred replies within thirty minutes. Right. And they took it down. <laughs> so, so good on the people that screenshot well, that bad boy right away. Yeah. And like. Yeah, so they took it down, and then they put out an, a quote-unquote apology for 
possibly offending some people, sort of. Maybe oh, it, it was with, atrocious. With oh, the it was possible, so bad. With the possible racial undertones. Right. Wow. Quotes, unquote, undertones. We, we didn't um, mean to be racist, but we're not racist by doing this. So if we offended anyone, it's not because we're racist. It's because you're sensitive. It was, it was an accident. Our photographer and our right. player and the person who puts together collages after. I mean, there's like there's and, and, and the emojis. <laughs> that that's like the kicker. The emojis yeah. were a emojis. total accident. That's and I when I first saw this, I was totally distracted by the emojis. And I'm like, what are what exactly are they? And then I looked closer at the photo and I was like, oh, yep, okay. All, all they needed was a was a traffic cone right in between one of the emojis of the last emoji to make it yeah. all like all cool. Yep. cool. I mean, like, here's uh, the thing, right? Like, the, people ask me, it's like, why don't you watch Serie oh, A? I was like, I just don't want to be angry every freaking week. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I just don't, I just, like, I don't need that kind of, like, totally fair. hateful crap happening and watching, right? Look, do I, I love Reggie Cannon. I love all those people. I'd love to watch them play, but I might. And, like, at one point, I used to watch Serie A because I, I, I love Batistuta, Fiorentina, like that was my team, right? Like, but, but yeah, when we were kids, it was the league. I mean, that's where all the Brazilians, all the stuff, right? That's where everyone wanted to play. So, like, you watch it, but like nowadays, you're like, it's like, what, what new thing are they going to do to make everyone pissed at them, right? Right. Or like, which, which COVID protocol are they going to break next, right? They all, they all shit, they all drink out of the same cup, apparently. Uh, It's like, it's, but here's the thing, too, it's like, I wanted to see if, if, if Jeep, or Adidas has something to say about this too, because that's It'd their be nice. sponsor of the jersey, right? I mean, it's right there, right there in front picture. You can't get rid yep. of it. So, so if anyone wants to hit him where it hurts, it should be there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow, you, you Juventus women's team just coming in hot and ready, ready to compete with all the other trash and all the men's teams. I mean, poof. Uh, let, let's talk about something else. Let's let's go to. The never-ending segment that may actually turn a corner here. I'm, I'm kind of amazed. I mean, we've been doing this program for three years, and I feel like every every couple months we have the messy discussion: Is he staying? Will he stay? Or will he go? <laughs> and this seems legit. I mean, from everything wait, we've wait. been getting, we should do the end sync. Gone. He looks like he's mm-hmm. gone. Literally, like. Yep. There was yep. some. Lack of agreements financially from Barcelona, even though they had somewhat of an agreement, uh, somewhat on paper. And it looks like now uh, Messi is a free agent. And the best thing was all the Messi uh, graphics or <laughs> bad, bad photoshops of which team they were going to, going to go next. Go Minneapolis I, City. Yeah. From, <laughs> from that to being at the state fair to just... I was surprised Walgreens didn't try to do something, you know? But that's what I would have thought, you know, like, you know, make him, you know, a Walgreens shopper. I have no idea. But regardless, he's shopping. Right. And it looks like um, looks like PSG might be the place to go. But who knows? That's that's the latest that I saw as well. I mean, there's there's only I can't imagine there's more than three or four clubs in the world that can even come close to giving him the salary that he wants. That he's looking for. Right. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I like this. Just looking at some of these numbers is just amazing. Uh, most goals in La Liga, 474. Most, goal, most goals in a season, 50. Most direct free kick goals, 50. 
most assists, 217, most assists in a season, 22, most hat tricks, 36, most hat tricks in a season, eight. These are just superhuman numbers. I mean, what more can you say? Phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, wherever, I mean, like his winning percentage at, it's like 70%. He can go to any freaking club and make them better. Like, mm -hmm. like what I would do is like, I go to a, a, a third division Scottish league team and just buy them <laughs> and, and play as myself and coach them. And then whenever we're down a lead, it's like, I'm going to throw myself in and then score 13 goals, like in 10 minutes and be like, I didn't even mention all the other awards too. 35 titles. Uh, what is it? Four champions leagues, six Ballon d'Ors. Uh, 10 Spanish leagues, seven Copa del Reyes, Superliga eight times. I mean, you just go on and on and on. It's, it's just ludicrous. Uh, and, it's, and it's to the point where, I mean, how, he, can, he has to be in that GOAT conversation. We've talked about it before. I mean, yes, he still has not won a World Cup, but all these numbers, they speak for themselves to the point where Pelé is like, yeah, he, he passed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for me personally, like, who is the greatest player that I've seen play in my lifetime? It has to be Messi. Like, there's no other, you know, like that I've lived with, right? I mean, it has to be Messi. Like, I saw the, the tail end of Maradona's career, and that was impressive. But what he has done, like, for me, he is he's, he's the greatest player I've ever seen. And to, to, yeah, to, to, to say that is it's a big deal. Like, you know, like... I. And, and I'm just glad that now he's reached a level of being an old man in a sense, but still much younger than me that he's like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. Right. And so like, he's still he's got another world cup in him too. I mean, he could, he could play till he's 45. Honestly. That's right. That's, that's what I was alluding to. He, there is still time for him to win a world cup. Will it happen? I don't know. It, it, it's the supporting cast. Right. But in theory, I mean, it, it always it always just blows me away that this guy is like not even three years older than me, <laughs> and I've always that? thought of him as like 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 I remember I watched him forever. Yeah, and he's a whole three years older. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the fa my, most favorite thing about Messi for me is just watching him just be a real human being to people. Like that's <laughs> the thing with me. Like, like. Like we know, we know, uh, we know Ronaldo's an asshole people and he, and he can be right. And he can be a decent person sometimes, but like Messi, you know, Messi's always seemed to, it looks like he's, he's doing nice things or doing things that, you know, local human beings like, like, would you, would you catch Ronaldo at a Walgreens? <laughs> like, <when you're> not, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way you catch Ronaldo at a Walgreens, right? But Messi's like, yeah, I'm going to go shop. I'm gonna go hang out with my kids. We're gonna, you know. I mean, that's it's the. Uh, he, he must love coming to the U.S., where like only a handful of people will recognize him, and he can just be anonymous yeah. in most places. Yeah, I mean, he must just love that. He needs to do that more. I mean, I mean, there was a picture where like it was, um, what is it, Neymar, him, and this was like last week, and like Di Maria, like literally the whole PSG squad, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like. And like I think Messi's reached the point where like he's like he can tell where he wants to play and he can do what he wants to do. I mean like, and wherever he'll be, he'll be successful. Or he can just take a year off and just take care of his body, have fun with his family, and do whatever he right. wants. We there's nothing more else that he needs to do except win the World Cup. Yep, there it is. There it is. Um, yeah. 
Jeep will never do anything about the Juventus thing because they have the same owner. What? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Um, I, I googled wow. Jeep Jeep Juventus just to see if there was any comment. Uh, no, they're both owned by the Agnelli family. So, um, well, of course. So one's not going to wow. drop the other over an issue. Holy there are there quite a few quite a few calls on Twitter for uh, them and Adidas to say something. But Holy yeah, shit. all wow. quiet from Adidas and same owner so wow a, well, well folks there, there you go don't buy I, a jeep I, I, I was gonna say I, I i can't beat that we gotta end the show that that's the big <laughs> bomb drop right there well done bridget this is why all you patrons support us for the hardcore investigative journalism <laughs> that bridget for, McDowell will drop my random google searches end. in the middle of the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> dang that's oof, 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 that, oof. That, 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 that that's all folks that's literally yeah, all that's all folks <laughs> Whew. Well, uh, please join the Patreon if you want some uh, other fun content up there as well. Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show. Yeah. And yeah. Bridget Rodrigo, thank you. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. See you at the game, maybe? Yeah. However I get there. I might, yeah. I might be a little wet, but it'll be worth it. That's okay. A wet Eric <laughs> is always a good Eric, right? Yeah. It's, it's not like I have anything on the head that's going to be affected. We're, on, we're okay. <laughs> you're, 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 already, you're, already, uh, um, you're already set to quick drive. That's right. That's right. Quick, <laughs> natural skin, quick dry. That's right. I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring a squeegee in case, in case you need it. <laughs> human dry fit. Because <laughs> if it's humid, you just go. Whee! There you go. All, All right. right. I love Take you guys. Care, Ciao. <laughs>